Welcome to the Run Lift Mom podcast, where we're talking about running, lifting, and momming, not necessarily in that order. Today, I want to talk to you about how to run a big race after you've had a child. Maybe this is a 5K, 10K, half marathon, full marathon. You define big race. I want to give you three tips that you can use right now as you're thinking about what your training might look like. My experience comes from being a marathon runner. I've done over 50 marathons in 47 different states, and I've had a lot of experience both before babies and then after. These are my top three tips. Number one, choose a realistic training schedule. So... You know, most of your training schedules out there are going to have you run Monday X miles, Tuesday X miles, and so on, right? Like on Friday, there's a specific workout for you. That's fine and dandy for someone who doesn't have children. Listen to me, mama. What you want to do is take that training schedule that you are comfortable with or has worked for you in the past. If you're a total newbie, I would point you to Hal Higdon. I'll put the links in the show notes. Again, that's Hal Higdon. You want to look at his schedules. They're really great, but you're adapting it a bit for motherhood. So you're doing an overall weekly goal as well as taking a look at the key run. And on Hal's schedules, that would be the long run. So as an example, let's say if you were to add up all the minutes and miles that he recommended for you in week one. And it came to 20 miles total and you needed to do a six mile long run effort. You're not saying Monday, 30 minutes, Tuesday, two miles, that kind of thing. You are saying, I'm going to get 20 miles in and a six mile long run. And then how that happens in between is up to you. You're going to do it anyhow. I find that this flexible approach works a lot better for mothers. And guess what? The training police aren't going to come out and get you if you don't do a 30 minute cross training session on Wednesday. If that needs to happen on Friday because life, that is just fine. The second tip I have for you, you want to get buy-in from your spouse. Now, my husband, Trey, he knows how important running is to me. You guys, it gives me a sense of like personal accomplishment. It keeps me physically and mentally healthy, let's be honest. It connects me to people in our community. It's really important to my identity as well outside of motherhood, like being a runner. So this is more than just getting your spouse to acknowledge, yeah, you're going to do this training. This is having them go to bat for you as needed. I can think about the first time that I was training for a marathon after having our now three-year-old triplets. So they were about, I don't know, eight months old at the time. There were a number of times I had planned a long run. Something or another happened, right? Life and a good one child needed attention. Trey was the first to say, hey, get out of here. Do your long run. I'll cover it. So I really appreciated that about him. And I think that type of buy-in is absolutely what you need. The third recommendation I have for you is to get your mind and body on the same page. (laughs) You know, after you have a baby, (laughs) you birthed a human, 
and your body is not going to be the exact same as it was prior to that. It's just not. Not only does it look different, it performs different. I learned this the hard way, again, after the triplets. I had a relatively easy bounce back from my oldest, who is now five. Um, You know, I waited the six weeks that I needed to to get my exercise restrictions removed, and I want to say I maybe put a couple of weeks in between that and beginning to train for a marathon again. Please don't hate me, because it was also a Boston qualifying race. Er, Did not happen after the triplets. It was a different pregnancy, and unfortunately, in my mind, I went back to, oh, I've had a baby before. I know how to recover. I know how to jump right in. It was a different pregnancy, different circumstance. I needed to get my mind and body on the same page. I wish this was the part of the story where I could tell you, yep, and so what I did, I started at zero. I didn't think about those runs prior to this pregnancy and recovery. (laughs) Nope, my mind went right back to where I was in that pregnancy prior, my success in that pregnancy prior. And, you know, I trained the wrong way. During the race, my splits were like an avalanche. Um, The wheels fell off during my race, and I really wish I would have just started at zero with a blank mindset and paid more attention to how my body felt as opposed to the splits I felt like I should be hitting as an athlete overall. Different circumstance. So again, those tips for you are, one, have that flexible training. Whatever training plan you choose, look at your overall weekly as well as your key efforts, which are likely a long run if you're talking about like a half marathon or a full marathon effort. Number two, and if I were doing this in order of importance, this would be the most important. You've got to get buy-in from your spouse. And that's more than just an acknowledgement of, oh yeah, you're going to do this. And then of course, the third thing is to get your mind and body on the same page. Your mind is going to want to do so much more then your body might be ready for or capable of. And that's okay. You probably want to start at zero in your mind if you've had experience as a runner. So until I get into your earpiece again, remember, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. That's from 1 Timothy 4.8. Did you enjoy this? Y'all, I am just getting started. You can do me a solid by subscribing, leaving a review, or find me on Instagram or Facebook using the hashtag RunLiftMom and let me know how I can make this better.